said Darrell, pretending to be surprised. I'm glad to know it. Oh dear, I wish it wasn't my last term. It seems no time at all since I was first setting out six years ago, a little shrimp of twelve. There you go again, coming over all mournful, said Felicity cheerfully. I can't think why you don't feel proud and happy. You've been games captain of one or two forms, you've been head girl of forms, and now you're head girl of the whole school, and have been for two terms. I shall never be that. I hope you will, said Darrell. Anyway, I'm glad Sally and I are leaving together and going to the same college. We shall still be with each other. Daddy, don't forget we're calling for Sally, will you? I hadn't forgotten, said her father. He took the road that led to Sally Hope's home. Soon they were swinging into the drive, and there, on the front steps, were Sally and her small sister of about six or seven. Hello, Darrell. Hello, Felicity, called Sally. I'm quite ready. Mother, where are you? Here are the Riverses. Sally's small sister called out loudly. I'm coming to Mallory Towers one day, in six years' time. Lucky you, Daffy, called back Felicity. It's the best school in the world. Sally got in and squeezed herself between Felicity and Darrell. She waved goodbye. And off they went again. It's the last time, Darrell, she said. I wish it was the first. Oh, don't you start now, said Felicity. Darrell's been glooming all the journey so far. No cheek from you, Felicity Rivers, said Sally with a grin. You're only a silly little second former, remember? I'll be in the third form next term, said Felicity. I'm creeping up the school. It takes a long time, though. It seems a long time while it's happening, said Sally. But now it's our last term, it all seems to have gone in a flash. They talked without stopping the whole of the journey, and then, as they drew near to Mallory Towers, Sally and Darrell fell silent. They always loved the first glimpse of their lovely school, with its four great towers, one at each corner. They rounded a bend, and the eyes of all three fastened on a big square building of soft grey stone standing high up on a cliff that fell steeply down to the sea. At each corner of the building stood rounded towers North Tower, East, West, and South. The school looked like an old castle. Beyond it was the dark blue Cornish Sea. We're nearly there! sang Felicity. Daddy, go faster! Catch up the car in front. I'm sure Susan is in it. Just then, a car roared by them, overtaking not only them, but the one in front too. Mr. Rivers braked sharply as it passed him, almost forcing him into the hedge. That's Josephine's car, called Felicity. Did you ever see such a monster? Monster is just about the right word, said her father angrily, forcing me into the side like that. What do they think they are, driving as fast as that in a country lane? Oh, they always drive like that, said Felicity. Joe's father can't bear driving under 90 miles an hour, he says. He's got four cars, Daddy, all as big as that. He can keep them, grunted her father, scarlet with anger. He had just the same quick temper as Darrell's. I'll have a word with him about his driving if I see him at the school. 
a real road hog. Felicity gave a squeal of delight. Oh, Daddy, you've hit on just the right name. He's exactly like a hog to look at, awfully fat, with little piggy eyes. Joe is just like him. Then I hope she's no friend of yours, said her father. She's not, said Felicity. Susan's my friend. Here we are. Here's the gate. There's June and Julie and Pam. Pam. Pam! You'll deafen me, said Mrs. Rivers, laughing. She turned to her husband. You won't be able to get near the steps up to the front door today, dear. There are too many cars, and the school coaches have brought up the train girls, too. The big drive was certainly crowded. It's as noisy as a football crowd, said Mr. Rivers, with his sudden smile. It always amazes me that girls can make so much noise. Daryl Felicity.